This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, September 23rd. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. County committees in crosshairs. Farm bill funding. Fight brews. USDA to mandate contract reporting. USDA's local structure comes under fire. The Biden administration is being pushed to consider dismantling the county committee system that USDA has long relied on to manage farm programs at the local level. The county committees are supposed to ensure local producers have direct input with USDA. But a recommendation approved by the USDA's Equity Commission Thursday evening says Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack should study abolishing the county committees and designing a more equitable alternative for all farmers. The commission was formed to study ways to address discrimination in USDA programs. The recommendation was one of 30 approved for the interim report, which is still being developed, so the wording of the recommendations could change. The deck is stacked against us, said P.J. Haney, a Virginia farmer and chairman of the National Black Growers Council, member of the commission of the subcommittee, he said of the county committee system. The county committee has too much power. By the way, the commission agreed to gather more data before making specific recommendations addressing delays and resolving civil rights complaints. The commission is still considering the idea of moving discrimination complaints from the Office of Civil Rights to the department's National Appeals Division. Stab it out. I'll protect climate funding. Some battle lines are starting to form in Washington over the next farm bill. The top Republican of the House Agriculture Committee, Glenn Thompson, suggested this week that he may try to reallocate the nearly $20 billion in conservation program funding included in the newly enacted climate law, the Inflation Reduction Act. We asked Senate Ag Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow, the Michigan Democrat, about Thompson's remarks that she may be well positioned in the next Congress to make sure the IRA funding stays intact. It's certainly my intent to fulfill the law as it was passed, she said yesterday. She added, we're going to just move forward with this and assume that the department will use the funds in the way they have been allocated. Thompson said at a House Ag hearing this week that he won't be bound by the IRA allocations. Devoting the funding to address climate change risk, undermining political support for conservation programs, he said. I take note, Stabenow said she hopes to have a committee vote next week on a trio of nominees that the panel considered on Thursday, including Alexis Taylor, President Biden's pick to be USDA Undersecretary for Trade and Agriculture Affairs. By the way, a freshman member of the House Ag Committee, Kansas Republican Tracy Mann, says it's far too early to know whether there could be additional money available for writing the next farm bill. A better way to fund the bill is to exhaust all opportunities to reallocate funding from unused or outdated programs, he said in an interview for this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. Newsmakers will be available today at AgriPulse.com. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. 
Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy co-op in the country. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the upper Midwest. Among Edge's top priorities is milk pricing reform. Over its long history, the federal order system has aimed to serve farmers by ensuring the orderly marketing of fluid milk. But changing production and consumption patterns are rendering the system ineffective. Edge envisions changes that create flexibility, promote fairness, and strengthen the relationship between farmers and processors. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. USDA to require cattle contract reporting. U.S. Department of Agriculture plans to require beef processors to start reporting details of active cattle contracts. The information is to be used in a cattle contract library that Congress authorized as a pilot program. In a note to industry, the Agricultural Marketing Service says the reporting requirement is necessary to populate the pilot with information from active contracts. Packer Pushback. The North American Meat Institute claims AMS lacks the legal authority to mandate contract reporting. USDA is relying on the authority it has under a livestock price reporting law. North American Meat Institute President and CEO Julie Anna Potts says packers have, quote, legitimate concerns about the consequences for the entire livestock chain of requiring companies to share sensitive business data with the government. Keep in mind, the pilot program is only funded through September 2023. U.S. Grains Council welcomes a shot of Kentucky bourbon. The Kentucky Distillers Association is a nonprofit trade group dedicated to protecting Kentucky's legacy and bourbon and sharing it with the world, is the newest member of the U.S. Grains Council. Kentucky distillers use between 15 and 20 million bushels of corn each year, says the Grains Council. In fact, 75% of corn used by KDA distillers in 2020 came from Kentucky farmers. Russian wheat forecast raised again. The Black Sea agricultural market research firm Sovcon is again increasing its forecast for Russian wheat production this year. The firm now expects Russian farmers to produce 100 million metric tons of wheat a little over a month ago. Sovicon raised its forecast to 94.7 million. The new forecast would put Russia well above its previous production record of 86 million, the firm says, and that's thanks almost to ideal weather for winter wheat and good weather for spring wheat. Reclamation pushed on long-term drought solutions. Lawmakers from Colorado and New Mexico are urging the Bureau of Reclamation to use $4 billion in IRA funding to incentivize long-term reductions in Colorado River water use. The lawmakers say in a letter that the IRA funding should be routed through each state, local and tribal governments, to limit potential speculation or profiteering from those suffering from the consequences of drought. The agency also should consider ways to spend the money on data collection or technology that would reduce water use, the lawmakers say. Well, here's today's She Said It. There are things that our office is investigating that I can't talk about because they're not public. That Elizabeth Odette, 
an assistant attorney general in the Minnesota Attorney General's office during a panel on food systems. Minnesota Attorney General was one of 11 state AGs who asked the Department of Justice to open an investigation into the nation's four largest beef processors. Minnesota has not been confirmed as an active participant in the investigation. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, September 23rd. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.